everybody welcome to the podcast today we discuss surviving covid in one piece because life is not the mountain tops it's the walking in between and i like you walking next to me Let's get things started. I think we were both surprised this week at the response to our first posting of our podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. And not just um, the response of how many downloads we saw, but also... Well, that was surprising. No, I know. Like I said, not just that, but uh, which was, yeah, exciting. And I think a little, not surreal, but yeah, it was surprising. I don't know how else to say. Why? Why? Why are you interested? But then more than that, on Facebook, getting messages from people who are saying, you know, we've listened to it and this is important. And we walk, you know, talking about marriage and and mental health and all this is so important. So thank you for doing this. Looking forward to the next one. And then people already saying, giving us advice and suggestions of what. Why don't you do this? Why don't you you talk about this? Um, One of the topics that uh, maybe one of the first things that was mentioned to us was um, the conversation of how we survive, how we make it through COVID, uh, still in love with the people we love, mm-hmm. <laughs> and not, uh, yeah, not uh, going a little, going too crazy. Well, I think the title that you came up with was good because I, I don't think it's just about how do you survive, but it's how can you be together and create an environment that is actually peaceful. Uh, came across an article. Uh, written, I think a few weeks ago, actually, Time Magazine, uh, called "Can You Re- Can Your Relationship Survive the T- Togetherness of a Pandemic?" Here are eleven things couples therapists recommend. This is written by Belinda Luscombe, who's a author of Marriageology. Marriageology. I think I added an e because it looks like marriageology. Marriageology. Oh, that <laughs> the is art and an science. Awkward word to say. Yeah. Well, it looks odd. Marriageology. Yeah, the art and science of staying together. Mm. She says, have you recently noticed how loud your partner chews? That her placement of items in the fridge is illogical? That his consumption of toilet paper, soap, the good snacks in, is remarkably high? <laughs> the consumption. That parenting is not one of his or her core strengths? These aren't new things we're learning. <laughs> if so, you might be married during a pandemic. And she goes. She starts off by saying, as the coronavirus is obliging us to spend the vast majority of our, our, our hours in the same surroundings with the same human adult, we have to figure out new ways of working, living, parenting, and just getting along with each other. And then she comes up with, she has 11 suggestions. I'll say them real quick. Cool it with the criticism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense. I don't know why she said that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's criticism. That's criticism. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Be more curious than furious, meaning actually take time to listen to each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let them feel bad or okay about the current crisis. I think that's that's. I think we we've we've let that out Mm -hmm. here. We've talked about how we feel about kind of what's going on. I can't imagine not doing. Well, yeah, I don't know how that would be pent up, Um, and not just between you and I, but with the kids as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Buy some time or trade for it. Basically, meaning make sure you have some personal time in all of this. Um, do what your ancestors did. She's basically saying, make sure you, you have sex. 
um, and and have so you've done the talking part, which is important, and the other aspects mm-hmm. of intimacy. Plan out your days, but not too tightly. So don't beat yourself up if you don't follow a certain schedule. And we're all mixed up right now when it comes to whether the, you're teaching theater oh, it's online or I'm having meetings with with uh, staff at the church or whatever. You add in our two kids, and it's oh, yeah. literally <laughs> a, a total gongsha chaos. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? It's a zoom storm. What's going on? Instead of tornado, tornado was the word I was looking Uh, for. But it's like a zoom storm in this house. Yeah. Zoom. Well, and there's the first few days of just trying to figure out how that even works. It's going to haunt us in our night. Like, honestly, it's going to be in our nightmares for years to come. I missed my Zoom meeting. Yeah. Like the ones we have about high school where you go to school in your underwear. Yeah, it'll be, I missed my Zoom meeting. Except that we actually have all these meetings in our underwear. So it's, well, whatever. Anyway. Okay. I have not done one okay, meeting done in Well, my pajama underwear. bottoms. Anyway, okay. That I have done. Uh, make an appointment for I like it when I come home and you've just had a Zoom call and your hair and your makeup are on, but you have pajamas on. Shut up. I would bottoms. never do that. Well, no, I've let, it, I've let it out. Sweetheart, some of my colleagues and, and or students Oh, yeah, people were listening. listening. I forgot people were listening Hello. last week. Hello. Uh, make an appointment for your fights. I, uh, I don't know. That one didn't ring with me. Take your arguments elsewhere. That's an important one. I think that's part of the appointment whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Not doing it in front of kids. Not doing it in especially. front of kids. Absolutely. And that's something we've talked about before or when we were first having kids that even if you 100% disagree with each other, press pause, agree, support your spouse, and then bring that up. Yeah. We do elsewhere. bicker a lot. In front we of do bicker. Kids. That's yeah. right. That's How, one thing we're working on. Yeah. We continue. <laughs> we're working on as if it's a new project, not a 23 year old project. Shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> respect. See, that, was that one? Um, respect the now invisible boundaries. That one's a hard one right now. Say that again. Respect the now invisible boundaries. Meaning, for instance, today oh, when you're, lo- you're doing working. school with Ariel today, homeschooling, and I'm sitting doing my. Uh, working on a message and I get involved and I shouldn't have and I you know I wasn't very kind actually to be honest with Ariel and getting in on what you were trying to teach her and I should have just left that you, to you I she think probably we've been felt, pretty good at that anyway I think though. we have yeah. but I think it's interesting that today I actually had an yeah, example of where I didn't it's do true. too well with that um, ask for what you want really your partner is probably a wonderful person but almost definitely Garbage at mind reading. I think is this really stuff just for COVID? Well, <laughs> I think yeah, that's just totally. I think it's highlighting. It. I think oh, that's the last one. So I think it, it it highlights it. I don't know what what out of that stuff. What kind of rang with you, or kind of what stuck with you in that? I thought I thought it was pretty good. Good suggestions. Some of them just are common sense. I would say, but I thought there was some good stuff in there. I think the one that stuck out to me was, you know, making having clear boundaries because. Mm. It is very strange to have you home and working at the same time. Right. And not I mean, letting you know when I'm working <laughs> and when I'm available. Too, right. But I've been trying to sort of feel that out and not assume that because you come into the kitchen for some coffee that I can go, you know, <laughs> yeah. and totally have a conversation. I right. But but that took a couple days. Like... Yeah, we well, to you it. had we were on. You were, we were supposed yeah, to have we were, your holiday. Supposed to be on vacation. Supposed to be spring break. Yeah. So we took some time, even though it was crazy busy with all the pandemic stuff, um, and trying to figure out your job. So we did have a bit of time where we were vacationing, or at least just being together. And then I remember that day back, you're like, "I'm back at work," and yeah, you know, you woke up early and put yourself in that office, and you know, yeah. I was like, "Oh." 
that's the way it's gonna be yeah 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 you know and and that i think took some getting used to i wanted to definitely respect it but at the same time a part of me i don't want to say i wasn't resentful but there was this Mm. kind of like do you need to be so clear with that you know like (laughs) but then you've taken advantage of that now too when there's times where you just need to be yeah i think i think can't be disturbed answering my own question i think you did need to be that clear and that set a really good boundary Mm. right from the beginning and i think yeah this new space in this new environment ariel and i have been here for the last three years doing homeschool right right our 11 year old daughter yeah so we've been in the home and we've been doing work yeah so to add people yeah you've had free reign over the house yeah but it's already a little chaotic in the sense that we're home yeah trying to get schoolwork done and so add two more people to that equation so i think i think in that having having a space that is a specific this is a workspace i'm so so, glad we cleaned out yeah well that was helpful (laughs) my craft room so the room we're using now is an office um, prior to spring break was a craft room and we just started doing some cleaning around and I just said you know it's a great room for holding my crafts but it was quite small so I always pull them out of that room and yeah. dirty up the living room anyway and we kind of knew Brad was going to be home for a bit and I just thought why don't we turn that into Let's an office it. so yeah. and Brad it's been cool that. to see our sons taking advantage of that too mm-hmm. he'll disappear in there because when he's working on homework and things like that so it's, and it's, having a zoom call and zoom call so it's kind of established itself as the the area where we're not disturbed and and, and we get that done but uh, yeah yeah I think uh, one of the things for me I think in a, in moments like this that we have to be uh, realize that everybody is kind of an extra grace requirement required or the situation is an extra grace required we have to leave a little bit more space for people and people are frustrated and and whether they even realize that it's weighing on them i feel like i need to address or acknowledge that there are different types of people walking through how do you you tell us how you feel about it right now because to be honest i am totally in my happy place you'd live in it if this is i I get anxiety (laughs) checking the news I'm looking right now for them saying oh things are going to go back to normal and my heart starts pounding yeah. and I'm in having all the bad ways yes <laughs> yeah. I'm having anxiety thinking oh no I don't want to go back to normal yeah. so I'm in my happy place yeah and and the whole world around you seems to be well not everyone but no, for the I most part there's a you lot of people, introverts who yeah. are finding this time very refreshing sure and it's not like I'm not working, yep. you know, like yep. I'm still doing my job. But for me to be home and have my family here, that for me is like, you know, as you know, from when we first got married, that was never a thought in my mind that that mm-hmm. would be my happy place. Yeah. You know, when we first got married, my goal and my my um, main focus was my career. And through so you know so many things in those first couple years that we walked through it became such a huge surprise that actually family Mm -hmm. and spending quality time together and all that was sort of my heart's desire which I didn't really know I had yeah and so for me as we rush through life and barely you know scratch the surface of how are you doing but you yeah, know yeah, nothing yeah. super intimate you and i we try and i'm like i need to be with yeah, yeah, you yeah. 
And you're clear with that. That was one of the things, right? Say, I can't read your mind. And you tell me, like, we need to spend time talking Mm -hmm. and go, let's go for a walk as we did, as we did today. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so for me, I feel like I have a different perspective in that I have to remind myself that maybe my more extroverted, um, living partners, including my kids, um, for sure maybe aren't totally thrilled with just chilling at home and pottering around and doing the things that we need to get done. Yeah. And one of the ways that you started doing that was going and doing some visits with people. Mm-hmm. And it's, at, at a proper distance. Yes. The acceptable absolutely. social distance. Yeah, right? absolutely. At least but face two, to face, I thought was important. At least yeah. two meters. Yeah. Um, and, and it's funny because I remember thinking to myself, like, he doesn't have to do that. But he wants to do that. Oh, uh, yeah. And I had to. Remind I would almost him. say I, ha- I I'm on the verge of having to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I had to remind myself, no, that's this isn't just his job, you know, dictating my, what he's doing. Pleasure. It's actually what you want to do. Yeah, like yeah. you want to see people face to face. Yeah. You want to chat. Well, with and there's them. been a handful of people who I when I have met with them, they say, oh, thank you so much for doing this for us. I'm like, no, this is <laughs> this is and almost that selfish. Is the main reason why I am not a pastor. Right. <laughs> Although you're very pastoral in many ways. No, yeah. I, your, I love... love for people. I love one-on-one and I love, you know, more intimate conversation. Yeah. But you're so good at just being one-on-one or however, you know, handful of people, but you're also good at cutting it off. Right. And, right. That, you know, just saying, okay, I'm going to go. And that's what yeah. I'm terrible at. And yeah. that that's yeah. why I would be... Yeah. That's the main reason I'd be a terrible pastor is right. just being able to set those boundaries, which yeah. you're very good at. Yeah, I hope I'm, I'm getting there. I do think I do think kind of changing this a little bit the way there's a lot of things that you and I have kind of rules you and I have in place or an understanding of marriage that you and I have in place that I think serves us well in a moment in this kind of situation. And one of them is because you and I have said like we look at a, a kind of a, a biblical understanding of marriage as a covenant that nobody's going in, now literally nobody's going anywhere <laughs> right now like we're actually not allowed to. But the idea that you say something to me or I say something to you we have to we have to choose our words carefully because mm-hmm. uh, it's not only what what does this mean for our relationship in five minutes it, or ten minutes it's what does this mean for our relationship in five years ten years oh. twenty years so even more so now because we're confined we need to be very wise in how we choose our words and we got we just got to learn to suck it up sometimes mm-hmm. and and be able to uh, to just absorb offense even at times and just show a little extra grace in those things. But I think that serves us well, that we don't we don't tend to just lash out and just throw no, out definitely not. empty words in the middle of, of well, normally. We right? did date for seven and a half years we before got we got married. Yeah. So I think we got through yeah. a lot yeah. of that. Because I wouldn't say we never did that, yeah. but I wouldn't say in our marriage it was a big thing. Yeah. Like I think yeah, we had worked out yeah. some of that before we got married. Yeah. But... I think once we had kids, it became very important to us yeah. to not say hurtful words to each other in front of them. Oh, yeah. And also to not um, raise them in an environment where they would have to worry about us. Right. You know, like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? You know, yeah. I mean, you, you were raised in a family that was very quiet. Mm-hmm. I was raised <laughs> in a family that argued about everything. Right. That's and a whole I, other... Uh... 
Yeah, but I think we found sort of a happy yeah. medium, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't, I wouldn't say we suppress our feelings. No, um, no, I, and like I, I, I said, think it's a real benefit to what you had in your family. There is, there is, there are some positives. Yeah. with that. Yeah, but, and there were some negatives to the the way my family. Yeah, exactly. Like there, things, right? there's an. I think we found sort of a happy medium. Yeah. Um, apart from our bickering. Yeah. Which we are working on. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it it's forever, it's like a slow right? leak rather than something blowing, <laughs> which you just have this kind of so. Going on, yeah. But I think I think too, and uh, we're experiencing this or kind of taking advantage of this. But I, I was just talking to someone the other day, and they were saying like, I'm just frustrated in the home. Like I just I I can't handle being confined to something. And and I, I made me start thinking about Nate Bargatze, who talks about when you have a new baby, and oh, they totally. tell you like a hundred times, don't shake that? don't shake the baby. Whatever you do, don't, don't shake the baby. baby. Whatever you do, don't shake the baby. And he's Here, like, yeah. sign this paper. You, yeah. You're not going to shake the baby. I would have never okay. even thought about it, except yeah. that they told me, don't shake the baby. And he said, I can't believe they told it. And then you get home, and you're the second night, and you say, this baby won't be quiet. What are we supposed to shake the baby? Am I supposed to shake this baby? And 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 what they and what he says they they told him he says that when when you have when you get that urge you go for a walk you go for walks and there's someone who was giving a, kind of a telling their own story and he said I go for a lot of walks I, I walk seventy miles a day <laughs> I just, and I just think I think uh, we're allowed to go outside in spaces I think walks could save a lot of relationship oh, stress right yeah. now and some of those walks need to be together. Oh, to get away from totally. other things going yeah. on, get away yeah. from uh, Zoom, get away maybe from the, the kids for a bit and and um, bolster each other up and encourage each mm-hmm. other. But, you know, individual walks too. See, a lot of people, though, they have younger kids. Yeah. And so yeah. I can't even imagine our kids are yeah. at the age now where I remember looking at couples who had older kids and thinking, oh, you can, you know, you can leave your kid with, with your old, with your older kids. So you get to go, you know, I remember thinking that. And so I do, I do think for those people who have younger kids, uh, and that's not an option, there is nothing wrong with putting your child in front of a TV or a device Mm -hmm. for the, for the sake of your marriage. Yeah. If you need some time with your spouse, don't feel that guilt about yeah. saying, you know what, I'm going to let them go half an hour on their iPad yeah. or watch a program because we need this time. Right, right, and yeah. and again, so many people forget it. But if mom and dad are happy, yeah. kids are happy. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's just that's that is the proper equation. Yeah. And so take that time and don't feel the guilt. Right. Yeah. We're all feeling so guilty about all the device and television and. Yeah, all of yeah. that, you know, we're all just trying to to get our work done and still, you know, come out in one piece, yeah, right? Yeah. So, well, I think I don't know how much longer we want to go. Maybe we're zooming into the end here, but uh, I know for myself that you know, there's some crazy. When any ever something like this happens, there's always those crazy uncle in, in Christianity. We have what, we, what I refer to as crazy uncles, or I've heard Sky Jutani and Phil Vischer refer to as yeah. crazy uncles, right? Every family has them, and we've got some of those, and some of them reside in the States. No, and, we don't. And some of them reside in the States, and of course, call this a judgment, you know, this kind of thing is a judgment. But what I, what I have said to other people is that it's definitely been a judgment on some of the things that I hold dear to myself, and so I, I see where I can get frustrated when, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted I had a trip that I wanted to go on, we had family vacation, these things taken, and that's happening in everyone's house. And how I've said it to some people, it's like, 
um, Corona has come in and it's chopped the top off all of our heights. So birthday party, we went and celebrated your sister's 50th yesterday with a parade and distance, right? So mm-hmm. all our celebrations, no hugs, no, yeah, it's so all, of, all, all these areas where we would normally hug and embrace. Um, so the COVID's come in, it's chopped the top off of all our heights, but it's also weighed down all our lows. So all the lower experiences seem to be pushed down a little bit into the mud. I've sensed that in my own life and I, and it's exposed things in me. And I wonder in relationships, man, this can really expose some deficiencies maybe, right? Mm-hmm. Where there hasn't been communication. There's been not, busyness in life. Because you're not rushing through you and able you, to There's ignore. nowhere to go. There's nowhere to yeah. escape. You're not going to hang out with buddies. You have to deal with the here and now. So maybe what this might mean for many is just an unpacking and a rebuilding of relationships. Such a pastor word. <laughs> what? Go it? ahead and unpack that, shall we? Is that a pastor word? That's so, that's okay. such a I'll pastorism. Uh, a, Let's unpack this how about together, a, uh, shall we? A, uh, a dis... Disassembling? A disassembling? Dis, sure. uh, no, anyway. Uh, a reconnecting. Uh, yeah. It could be a time of reconnecting and, and maybe maybe realizing that just uh, there have been things taken for granted in, in, in a lack of conversation and understanding where right now we can use this time to, to rebuild with a lot of patience for ourselves, like you said, mm-hmm. and for, and for the, pers- the people we're living with. Yeah. It's interesting that you are sort of wrapping up with that because it's one of the things I think I've been thinking of, about a lot. I tend to be very much in my head and mm. I think about the future a lot. And I think I brought it up with you yesterday. I wonder what this this is going, what impact this is going to have on our kids mm-hmm. and the type of families they end up having. And... I think my biggest hope and prayer about this time for not just our family, but also for other families out there, other marriages, is that we'll take this time, we'll reflect while we're living it, you mm-hmm. know, so we're not just surviving. Yeah. You know, we'll take each day and we'll look back and we'll go, what worked about that or mm-hmm. what didn't work yeah. about that? Yeah. And we'll really grab on to those things that work, Mm -hmm. you know? And one of the things I think that I've seen with you, and you can agree or disagree, but um, as you know, I feel such a need to feel connected to you Mm -hmm. in order to want to do anything physically and all that kind of stuff. And for me, being able to uh, have... Uh, quantity of time mm-hmm. which produces quality of time thank you ian lopez if you ever listen oh, to yeah. this <laughs> shout out to ian lopez that was the past probably doesn't even remember preaching that that was 20 years ago i know it was a long time anyway, ago but, but it's great it, it quantity over quality it rung yeah. so true and the fact is is that i think this quantity of time that we're spending together as husband and wife and quantity of time that we're spending with our kids is actually uh, building such a strong foundation for what I think we want our lives to look like mm. after yeah. oh, that's good. That's after good. the pandemic as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, the things that are, and to be honest, like it's helped me look at my life and go, what am I doing wrong in my regular life, my everyday life, if this is the peace and the calm that makes me feel settled. Yeah. That makes yeah. me feel grounded. And mm-hmm. maybe I need to relook at some of the stuff. I mean, 
all have to go back to reality and hmm. you know we all have to Step have jobs yeah, yeah we have to have a job and we, you know i'm so lucky to be able to do stuff that i love but at the same time i still get stressed out mm-hmm. i still get worked up about you know even tiny things in my job and this has has just given me the opportunity to reflect and to go i think i need my life a little slower hmm. I think I need more time with my family. I think I want the freedom to be able to go to my parents whenever I want to drop in on them and say hello, mm. bring a plant, bring, you know. Yep. And you have to say and you have to say no to certain things in order to say yes yeah. to things. You have yeah. you have to be able to do that. That's yeah. good. Good thought. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That's a good way to wrap it up. That's my <laughs> prayer that yeah. uh, you come out of this mm. pand- what we're calling a pandemic. Um, but it can actually be something that builds and promotes mm-hmm. more health in our life. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of us tend to race along and have a lot of, you know, physical health. As soon as we're sick, we're in bed, right? Yeah. But we don't put our mental health mm-hmm. in front of us very often. Right. And I think oh, this yeah. is sort of bringing oh, that about. Yeah, yeah, just going, how are we mentally? And if if there's anything we can learn from this is just go, ooh, mm. you know, I mean, you and I have had more time to cry together, yeah, yeah. you know, more time to laugh. And uh, it's my hope that as we exit out or slowly, as Dr. Bonnie Henry, Henry would say, you know, as they slowly release some of the controls and 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 give it back to the citizens that we actually don't release we don't all release of it. those things yeah the yeah. good things that we've gained yeah, yeah that's that we good. hang on to good those word. things because uh, goodness knows i love them yeah. good <laughs> all right that's good we've got so many more topics we're excited to get to over the next couple weeks we've walked through actually a lot in 2020 when it comes I, we, i've lost my father and we're walking through some illness in elenia's family and uh we're, as we've tried to make clear, we want to be pretty pretty open because we think that's the most useful way to be helpful to, to you guys. So, And I don't in any way, shape or form feel like I'm doing this in order to help people. You right. know, like uh, if they can get anything out of it, awesome. Yeah. But if anything, what I hope is just people can listen and can relate right. yeah. and could just be like, oh. But that's helpful. Yeah, well, I think, uh, like I think it was Brene Brown who just, you know, it was like, I thought I was the only one. Right. Like one of the titles of her book yeah. was, you know, I thought I was the only one, but I was wrong. Right. You know, and the fact is, is we're all walking through stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just walk along with us. Right on. Thank you for listening and for commenting. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. We would love your suggestions or ideas for topics that you would like us to cover. And we would love it if you could leave us a rating on iTunes and a comment, not just for our feedback, but it does help other people find our podcast on iTunes. And I think that's it. We will hopefully speak to you next week. Life is not the mountain tops. It's the walking in between. And I like you walking next to me.